So I know it's been kind of like overdue. I know it's been a while that I haven't done a, a podcast episode. But um, I will be honest with you guys. I kind of was like stuck in a whirlwind of like work, work, work and my own personal things going on. And I literally just um, had a therapy session for the first time in my life and it went really great and I was like oh my god I'm on this high of like talking about everything that's going on that's wrong with me and I just thought that I would share this with you guys and give you my advice on it so I know everybody loves topics on relationships and that's what I'm going to give you today so I really want to break this down in a few parts because I feel like there's just so much going on and so much to talk about and I really want to start with like what like you know I want to talk about like our expectations I want to talk about our fantasies Disney movies um anything that has to do with sex and the reality of what we are experiencing and that sometimes what we are fantasizing about and what's in our minds is actually not what is going on in real life and it's so like it's really a struggle like I really want this to be entitled the struggles of relationships so this is part one and let's dive straight into it so before we go into this any further, before I don't want to like give, start giving advice randomly, I want to give you guys my backstory. So the most perfect thing, like perfect example I can think of is when I was with my ex-boyfriend. I am the kind of person who grew up in a toxic household where I didn't know what was a healthy relationship because all I saw in front of me was an unhealthy relationship between my parents. You know, when I was, I remember it vividly when I was 12 years old, the things that I've seen, I remember my mom called the cops on my father and that was, she called it twice, called them twice on him. And I saw them throwing things at each other, just being so completely aggressive and because of that, I know that I have not been really good at selecting the right type of guy. And that's where it leads me to my expectations of a relationship. I didn't know that what was a healthy relationship. I didn't know what it was supposed to look like. And so I started watching movies and fantasizing and romanticizing all those actors and all those situations that I knew were like not really real. I mean, that's not how it goes in real life. But I always thought to myself, that's what I want. That's what I need. Like my favorite Disney movie is Beauty and the Beast because she was able to change the beast at the end. And he was so romantic with her and he ended up becoming a sweetheart. And I always, I don't know, like, I knew I got stuck on this when I was eight. And by the way, the dress that she wore at the ball, so beautiful, right? The gold one. I literally want this to be like my wedding dress, but in white and like a huge veil and like more poofier. <laughs> but that's, an, like, that's a random thing to say, but you know, 
I just wanted to share this with you guys. Um, but the thing is, I was stuck on this when I was eight. And I think ever since then, that's all I wanted. I was like, I want to maybe change a guy. Subconsciously speaking, I didn't realize that I was doing this. So I kept romanticizing, romanticizing, having fantasies, imagining how I want the relationship to be. And it was like, I had this idea of how a relationship was supposed to be like. And because of that idea, whenever I would meet a guy, because he didn't fulfill what was going on in my mind, he didn't fulfill the fantasy, I immediately let go of him. The problem is when there's a man who courts you, and men, y'all have a tendency of doing this, they will lie and manipulate you and try to lure you in and just act up just so he could get in your pants, girl. So don't forget that that's why some guys do because they're assholes. A boy will do this. A man, he's going to tell you straight up, I'm not going to do this. He was like, he's not going to do that. He's not going to make you think, like he's not going to make you believe that what you want is actually like what you're going to get. Because he's going to say, I'm not some toy you can play with. I have actual feelings. This is who I am. And I had a hard time dealing with that because I'm so used to get in my way. Because I'm so used to get in my way, my ex, for example, he was courting me like crazy to the point where I fell for him. We got in a relationship. And when we got in a relationship, it went downhill from there. It was the absolute worst. Like, this fucking guy still told me that, like, he was thinking about his ex-girlfriend. I'm like, how fucking dare you tell me that shit? And that's when I broke up with him. And, oh my god, I don't even know if I tell this in my other recordings. That's another story. Back and forth, on and off. Every single year, we would try. And then I would get mad at him. And he was just a very toxic person for me. Even th- and he was telling me I'm toxic. And I'm like, what? You're, now you're trying to blame me. So anyways, my ex is a very narcissistic person. And I kind of went along with it because I always thought that he would change. And I remember when I broke up with him, I literally wrote a pros and cons list. And even though there was more pros, the cons outweighed the pros. That one problem that I had with you still thinking of your ex-girlfriend, excuse me, that's not going to fucking work with me. I need to be the one and only, period. You ain't going to play with me like that. You know what he did? He literally took the paper that I wrote just for me. I did not write for him, by the way. He took the paper and he said, can I keep it? And from that day on, I thought that this guy was going to change for me. I didn't want him to change before. But ever since he did that, that's all I thought about. And every single year he would come up, he would come back and say, I'm sorry and apologize, but there would never be any change. So in my mind, I'm thinking about him. And I'm like, but I'm in love with this guy. I love this guy. Why isn't he changing? From all those years, all I did was romanticize about how he could be I was in love with the idea of him I wasn't actually in love with him 
Because when we would see each other, if it was not sexual, which by the way was the only great thing between us, we would fight about every single thing. Like it would be the most dumbest thing ever. And we, he would find a way to fight with me. Always like, I felt like I was always walking on eggshells with him. And it was so freaking like frustrating. Because I was like, what the fuck? Like, what's wrong with you doing this with me? Like, I can't, I can't like deal. But I kept coming back, you guys. I kept coming back because it was so, he had toxic dick. And y'all know what I'm talking about. I hate saying it, but yeah, it is. When it's toxic dick, it's so fucking good, but it's so bad for you. Because it's like going nowhere. You are going in circles over and over again, trying to figure out like, oh my God, like I want this person so bad. I'm in love. You ain't in love. You're in love with the dick. Girl, you ain't in love with him. You in love with the dick. There's a huge difference. Between being in love with the guy and being in love with his penis. Like, it's terrible if that is the only thing you're in love with. And you don't realize you are actually doing this. Like, subconsciously, you're not even thinking about it. You're just like, I want to be with this person forever. La, la, la. And then you start romanticizing, living together, going on dates, uh, being on the mountain and him proposing. Like, it's stupid things like this and by the way i'm literally giving you like my fantasies right now like oh my god i love the mountains and like i it's my dream if uh like a man proposed to me there like a boyfriend obviously would be my boyfriend but like i just love the mountains it's like such a romantic place for me like there's nothing better than the mountains honestly if you ask me like choose if you had to choose between like the mountains and the beach i wouldn't even hesitate and i would choose the mountains like i just love the mountains so much But back to the subject, it's, you know what, you guys, like, I honestly have done so much for this guy to the point where I feel like I was overly patient. He didn't deserve anything that I was given him. He didn't deserve me at all. So why did I keep coming back? Because I believed that he would change. And also, his dick was good. I will, I can't deny it. Like, he was so good. And he was charming. But he treated me like shit. So when I had this, like, my therapy session right now with my therapist, I was telling her this, like, literally. I was like, you know, but he was charming. And then she was like, but he was, he treated you like crap. And I was like, yeah, he did. She's like, no, I mean, he did. I'm like, yeah. But he was so good and bad. I think that's why I kind of stayed. She's like, ah, well, there you go. And I was like, damn. And when she said to me, oh my God, you guys, this literally like blew my mind. When she said, because I told her like, I have these expectations and fantasies of how like a relationship should be. She told me, You want a guy to be with you, yet he hasn't read your script. So how can he know what to do? 
How can he make you feel the way that you need to feel if you don't allow yourself to, if you don't allow to give him the script and read it for himself little by little? I said, oh my goodness, like I can't believe, I can't believe, like she just told me that, I swear you guys, it was like a revelation, I was like, oh, this, I said, girl, I'm gonna put this in my brain, lock it, and like, honestly, like this is like life-changing, like it was an epiphany moment, and I really was like, wow, I can't believe that my therapist just said this, like, you guys, I had a really good session, I know a lot of people talk about like, um therapy not working and I had a lot of people tell me that but I'm like listen please don't project your negativity on me like whatever you had you experienced that was you I want to have a good therapy session I want this to work for me so please don't freaking come here and tell me oh it doesn't work okay maybe it didn't work for you and maybe you had the wrong person but I want it to work for me and if it doesn't work it doesn't work not because you told me so but because I experienced it too However, I did it. So thank God for that. But you know what? Like, I do romanticize a lot. I do expect a lot. I am demanding and I do expect a man to treat me a certain way because, yes, I, I am worthy of everything. I deserve everything. I know I'm a badass woman. And if you are listening to this, Girl, you are so worth it. Yes, a man deserves, not deserves, sorry. Yes, you deserve everything from a man. Yes, he needs to make effort. Absolutely. Yes, he needs to be here for you and listen to you and cater to you and make you laugh and just be your friend, be your best friend. Like, that's what you need. You you want a partner who's going to be your best friend. But he's not going to give you everything that you think you want. The guy you're going to end up with. I'm going to break it to you, girl. He's going to be what you need. God is literally going to send him from above. And he's going to make you question everything you thought you knew about relationships. And he's going to break down the walls. Even though you didn't want him to break down the walls. They're slowly going to start breaking down. And he's going to be amazing, but he's going to be real. He's not going to court you the way that you want to be courted. Because I literally thought that like I was like, my ex courted me like a knight in shining armor. And he did everything that I wanted him to do. And that's why I got in a relationship. And then when I, we were in a relationship, everything fell down. It was horrible because he wasn't himself. Like, he just did this to lure me in. And then he was like, okay, great. I have her. Now I can just relax and really be myself. It doesn't matter because I'm not chasing her anymore. She's mine. You got to be careful about this. You have to be careful because guys will do this. If he's a boy and he's fucking immature, he is not a real man. He's going to do that. He's going to play. You don't want to play back. You want to go away because you will see the red flags. Let me tell you something about red flags, girl. Let me tell you something. Red flags are always there. You are going to see the red flags from day one. You can pinpoint them. The problem that we do 
and especially women, is that we tend to overlook those red flags because we really, really want to like the guy. We tell ourselves, okay, yeah, this is a little issue. Oh, he's, he's complaining a lot. Oh, you know, he's really negative. Oh, but that's okay. Maybe he's having a bad day now. Oh, you know what? He's not going to be like this with me. And there, bam, there we go. He's not going to be like that with me. He's going to change for me. You cannot change a guy. You can't mold him into what you want him to be. You can't manipulate a situation. You can't control a relationship. And that was so freaking tough for me to hear. Because while I was talking to my therapist and I was telling her about all of this and all, all my problems that I had growing up, And how my parents manipulated me into feeling something. She was like, but you're doing the same thing with men. You're manipulating them into literally being what you want them to be. And you're not allowing them to be who they are. If She said, if he's an asshole, he's an asshole. And you're going to go. And you're going to know from day one. You're going to know. I mean, some guys really fake it. They're good at faking it, let's be honest. But you're going to know. And when you know, you need to go. You can't be like, I'm going to stay and change the guy. Absolutely not. That's not how it works. And then when she asked me, like, oh, what is the most important? She's like, do you know what the most important thing in a relationship is? And I was like, trust. Isn't it trust? Like, that's what we always say, right? Like, trust and respect. She was like, no, 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 no. The most important thing in a relationship is selection. I said, what? She said, yes. Before you build trust, before you build a relationship, the person who you are with is going to determine or make or break that. You have to select a partner who thinks like you, who has the same values, the, he has respect for you, who's going to treat you well, And she said to me, she's like, you're never going to have everything that you want. You're going to have what you need. And what you want would probably be like a 70%. But it has to be a good 70%. It has to be the things that matter to you. It has to be important things like values and morals and respect and career. And those things are important. Because let's say you and the person don't think alike, but there's an immense, like, tremendous sexual tension and it's just crazy the chemistry that you have that chemistry will fade away it will fade away one at one point because you don't have what is important you keep romanticizing about it you keep saying to yourself oh, this person's going to be like this. He's going to whisk me away like he's Romeo and I'm Juliet. And sorry, I'm thinking about Taylor Swift right now, like with the song Romeo, <laughs> with the song. Oh my God, 
like what is the song hold on you know romeo take me somewhere we can be alone i'll be waiting you'll be the prince and i'll be the princess it's a love story baby just say yes yes so it's love story yeah <laughs> i was like oh my god i have to sing it because i don't really remember yeah so anyways i'm thinking about that right now but you guys get what i mean see this like love story like that's taylor she wrote this when she was 16 and of course it's like it's a fantasy because it's like well that's not girl like it's not you want a prince charming it's not a prince charming girls that we need to go after oh louis okay if you hear a lot of if you guys hear this it's my bunny he is eating some cardboard which by the way it's okay don't worry it's healthy for them to eat a little bit of that um but yeah what was i saying so it's not like we are not supposed to look for prince charming and in movies especially disney movies you guys i have you know just you know disney movies they freaking make us idealize something that is not real like freaking prince charming coming on his freaking white horse whisking you away to a grand castle you're this poor little freaking princess or poor girl and you marry this prince and you're freaking become princess all of a sudden and another thing i realized like all these freaking movies they last like an hour and a half or two hours max top life is not like that <laughs> it takes days weeks months even years before you actually get in a relationship you have to build a foundation if this foundation is not solid let's say for example you want to build a house right well, if the foundation of the house is not solid, everything else that you build on that house is going to come crumbling down. It's the same thing with relationships. If the foundation is not strong, the relationship is going to break. Automatically, it's going to break. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but eventually it will break. And you have to be careful and that's why I'm like, wow. Like, honestly, you guys, I'm literally, like, talking right now. And I'm realizing things as, like, we go along about how important it is to have, like, a selective relationship. You have to really select a good partner. Someone who thinks like you. Not everybody is for you. And that's okay, by the way. Don't think, like, oh, because it didn't work out with this guy. Oh, I need to make it work out. No, 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 no. If it didn't happen, it didn't happen because that person was not meant for you. But you will have someone who's meant for you. You will. You just can't like give up on that. But you have to allow yourself to feel it. You have to. It's important to feel that you deserve love. And honestly, here's the thing. There is this thing that people say, especially women out there, Oh, when you don't think about it, it's going to happen. Fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Let me tell you why it's bullshit. Because you can't say like, oh, I don't need someone and oh, I don't want a man and oh, I'm better than this and I'm better than, than anybody and then expect to receive love because you're so defensive. Like you're literally, and by the way, I believe in the power of manifestation. Honestly, 
if you are manifesting, manifesting, yeah, that's the word. If you are manifesting something like this, if you are putting negative energy out there, you might have someone in your life, but it's going to turn out to be negative. Because you're literally telling yourself, I don't want anyone. So you're going to think, okay, I'm better than this person, better than anybody. Nobody's worthy of me. Which, by the way, this is how I think. I still think like that. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, oh, I used to think like, I'm a freaking Dalai Lama right now. No, I don't. I'm not. I still think like that. I still think that I am way too worthy like for men. I'm like, they're not worthy of me, you know? But I also used to be the type of girl who would say to myself, like, oh, it's going to happen when I least expect it. You can't, you can't do that because you're really putting negative energy out there. You have to tell yourself, I'm worthy of something great. And you have to believe in it. You have to believe that like you're going to find someone. And yes, it's going to happen when it needs to happen. It's going to happen the freaking day or two. Like it... It really is. The universe works in mysterious ways. And God works however he wants to. And he will give you what you need. God doesn't give you what you want, girl. He gives you what you need. And you need to understand this. And I'm telling you to understand this. And I'm literally also telling myself I need to understand this. Because we have a tendency of fantasizing, romanticizing everything. When in reality, it's not like that. We have to be patient. I will be honest, I am not a patient person. But you have to be patient. You can't just jump into something and expect the world. Like you can't. The planet wasn't born in a day. Oceans were not created in a day. Civilization wasn't created in a day. So why would you expect a relationship to be formed in such a short amount of time? Because let me tell you something. If it does happen in a short amount of time, most of the time, it's not going to be good. It's going to break up in a short amount of time as well. Not everything that you think is good is actually good because it's not reality. You need to break away from that cycle, from that little bubble that you have, (laughs) that you are like that little bubble that you have in your head. You need to pop that bubble yourself. Let me tell you something. Nobody is going to pop that bubble for you. You may hear advice. You may hear people literally telling you like, oh, this is what you need to do. You're hearing me. If you are listening to this, you are hearing me telling you what to do. But it's up to you to take that needle and pop that freaking balloon. You need to hear, pop. you know, you need to, you need to hear that. I mean, obviously louder, but you get my point. You need to do this yourself. Nobody else is going to do this for you. If you are listening right now and you know that something's wrong and you are the type of person who romanticizes about freaking relationships and you have a tendency to romanticize sex as well and you have a problem with differentiating between fantasy and reality, 
you are the only one who can get yourself out of this putt that you put yourself in. You're the only one who can get yourself out of this rabbit hole. You dug yourself in, sweetheart. Nobody else has power over you. And you guys, I used to believe that my ex has changed me for the worst. I used to allow him to have done that. I literally, for years, I allowed him to do this without even realizing that he was. Because I used to believe, oh, you know, I'm so worth it. And now I just come off so strong with guys, with men. And I tell them from the get-go, I'm like, I need this, I need effort, I need this. Because I don't want to get hurt again. But that's not how you build a relationship, sweetie. It's not. You need to take your time, be patient. And it's going to happen if it needs to happen. Whenever it needs to happen. If and when and what and where. Those questions will be answered. When the time is right. You will know, yes or no. But you have to stop romanticizing. Have to stop having these little fantasies. Until you actually get in a relationship, then maybe, yes, that's another different like ball court. Like You can have expectations of your partner, things that you need for him to do. Because you are, a rela- you are in a relationship, so it's different. You can actually start to communicate and talk and understand each other about what you want and what you need. That's a different ball court. But before that, you cannot romanticize. You can't have this idea in your mind about how a relationship should be like because it's not the truth and the truth hurts the truth hurts and i'm sorry i'm not telling you what you want to hear i'm telling you what you need to hear it's better you hear it this way than to hear some freaking bullshit on another podcast or a freaking youtube video of a woman uh, of telling you like oh girl you need to get away from this bad guy and oh like you are so worthy and and you need to do this and it's super cute if you find like a guy who treats you like this 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 and that we never go around and tell men that it's okay for them to talk about their feelings it's always me 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 so i'm sorry those girls on freaking like cosmo writing columns like i just find them fucking ridiculous because they're literally like 22 year old interns talking about freaking love and honey you literally like just started living so please calm your fucking ass down and sit put some super glue on the damn seat and sit your ass down and stay seated thank you very much you can't you, you this is not reality sometimes we think that it's always man the problem and yeah a lot of guys are assholes a lot of them Okay, let's. I'm the first to admit. Like every guy, on top of it, by the way, guys even themselves say that they're assholes. They're like, we know, we know, we're stupid. Okay, so be smart. You be smart. If you know that a man is, there's red flags. Like I said before, if you know the red flags are there, don't overlook them. It's really important that you trust your gut feeling. You don't jump into this. Don't don't freaking read articles about how to make him miss you, how to do this, 
how to forget someone, blah, 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 how to get in a relationship. It's like, first of all, a lot of people are going to say different things, but it's really important that you love yourself and you allow things to happen. Just let it be. I keep talking about letting it be, and I'm literally telling you guys this right now. It's hard for me to let it be. I hate going with the flow. I make my own flow. But you have to be patient. You have to be understanding of the other person because it's not just you anymore. There's another person, a person who has feelings as well. Yeah, he may not be able to express it as well as you. But you have to allow him to express himself. You can't just be freaking uh, freaking gorilla, Godzilla, you know, in freaking attack mode all the time. You know, that was me. And sometimes I still do it and I don't even realize I'm doing this because I'm so used to doing that. I'm used to being on attack mode. But you can't do that. It's wrong. So you have to stop romanticizing about those fantasies of men that you see in movies and you think that like, oh, that's how a guy should be. First of all, they're actors. They have a script in front of them and they act it out. It's a freaking movie that lasts an hour and a half, two hours max top, or probably three or four if you're freaking Titanic watching. But they're not real. It's not how real life is. And that is the reality of it. And you have to accept that. And that's it. So that's what I want to say for a part one of the struggles of relationships. And I'm excited to talk about part two, which is all about you, like being yourself and how to love yourself more. So I can't wait to get to part two. Thank you guys so much for listening and see you guys on another podcast of Spill Tea with Cece. Bye.